not that funny podcast episode 10 my god i've been doing this for 10 weeks now uh this episode is going to drop a little late that's because i'm trying to push back my times until later into the week just because releasing it early in the week kind of just doesn't make sense it's like the monday's my weekend so last day before i go back to work and i'm not really trying to not that this takes up a lot of time but i just want to have a little free time i want to be able to not think about something um but yeah episode 10 wow talk about consistency the only thing i've been consistent with past 10 weeks is this fucking podcast so that's cool Uh, i had a we had a we had a pretty busy week pretty busy week rudder i finally we finally did the 10k me and tupo went to battle at at the 10k october 2nd uh tupo beat me i knew it was gonna happen i felt in my in my bones i felt it um, yeah, I pretty much, pretty much woke up, I, I fucking shotgunned a little bit of a monster, and I, I woke up about 10 minutes, 15 minutes before the race, I got there, I did a little, uh, you know, a little stretch, a little head back and forth, and, uh, pretty much it was really rock and roll, uh, but yeah, it was, it was cool, I got to see Tupo, and I met his girlfriend, which was cool, Tupo's from, uh, Two's Company. And uh, I had a really good mile and a half. I was killing it. I was like, bye. Uh, later. Hey, Tupo, see you later. Uh, yeah, I was killing him for about a mile and a half. And then um, I started getting shin splints horrifically in both my legs. And dude, dude, with watching Tupo run, hyper impressive. I don't know why. It, he's He's just consistent. And he just stayed at one pace the whole entire time. And it blew my mind as I watched him slowly creep out into the distance. Um, yeah, I, I caught I caught shin splints were like really bad at about mile like one and a half miles into this fucking six mile race, and then they stayed with me pretty much until about mile four, and then I was I was pretty solid after mile four. Um, man, if y'all if y'all guys want to be impressed, you know like normal day every scenario you walk around like the mall or shields and you see a bunch of tubbies or you see like old people and you're definitely doubting their capabilities right and then you see these same people at like a 10k and you're like well i'm gonna dust you i'm gonna dust you right i mean this is the first thing i did when i showed up i'm sizing on my competition there's no competition but i'm still sizing them up and goddamn these fucking goofy looking bastards run forever and they don't stop it was ridiculous i'm like getting dusted by grandmas and grandpas and this big dude wearing a green shirt like a bright green shirt and it was it was absolutely insane how sturdy these people were and uh you know and i'm over here running my heart out and i'm fucking dying um yeah it was it was pretty cool It it was it was definitely a different experience uh after about mile four i was pretty consistent i was able to jog for the majority of the race back at that point, Tupo was uh, 
yeah, I, I can no longer see that man. He was long gone. Um, but I did have this big white girl who I was hunting down. I had I had a couple people. I had an old old black lady in front of me, old white dude, um, younger white dude, and then I had this uh this this hefty white girl up ahead. And I just I just that was my competition at that point. Is I just had to catch those people. And then uh, after I put them behind me. Uh, I, I felt pretty good. I was, you know, jogging every once in a while. I was jogging majority of the time, and then I'd walk a little bit, jog a little bit, walk a little bit. And then I started noticing this white girl was kind of keeping up with me, and I got the feeling that she was trying to, she was going to try and beat me, and that shit pissed me off. It was about, we were about a little less than one mile out, and she had been jogging every time I was jogging, walking every time I'm walking, just slowly trying to gain on me. And that's when I was like, nope, not today. I just jogged the rest of the, you know, the last mile out. And uh, yeah, I, I I dusted her ass, which kind of maybe I could have put a little a little bit more effort into the race, and uh, performed a little bit better. But I was still happy with my performance. Uh, I I finished like about an hour and twenty three minutes, which was a hell of a lot better than I thought it was gonna be, uh, for sure. I think Tupo finished in about an hour and twenty minutes, so I was happy to uh, I was happy to be about three three and a half minutes behind him. So I was, I was pretty I was okay with that. It was my first ten k ever. They want to run another one in, uh, it's like the Turkey Trot or whatever in, uh, in uh, November. And I, I want, I want to do it, but I might have to work that day. I, uh, we don't get days off like that, but yeah, no, it was, it was a lot of cool. It was, it was, it was really cool, you know, doing something like that. I haven't competed in, in anything real like that in a, in a long time. Um, definitely respect to some of these goofy ass bastards you see walking around the mall. Cause they probably cannot, they could probably definitely be me. You know, you always say that you're like, Oh, you just gotta, you just gotta beat the uh, the slowest person or whatever, like a bear chasing the woods or whatever. Dude, you're not beating these people, cause I I couldn't, and I've been training. And these people just fucking look like that and they just run like that. It's, it's absolutely insane. But yeah, that that happened. Started school, which fucking sucks. As it is what it is. It's whatever. Um, I was worried the school was gonna stop me from doing this podcast or being as consistent, but in all honesty, this podcast takes maybe. I do about an hour of rambling, keeping people up with my life or whatever, my point of view. If you don't get it, you don't get it. Um, and, you know, and then it takes like an hour to, to listen to it. No, most of the time I don't edit this. I, I'm, right now I'm free solo right now. But, uh, but yeah, so it's, it's not like it's going to take out so much of my time that I won't be able to, uh, you know, focus on school or whatever. But, yeah, that um that happened. Um yeah, to, uh, we took my family up to Apple Hill, which I don't know if, if you if you guys are from the Reno Tahoe area. I used to shit on Apple Hill all the time. It's in Placerville, California. I thought it was so stupid. So when I when I think things are fucking dumb or stupid or they're cringy, I've I've slowly come to realize it's not the thing that's cringy or dumb or stupid. It's the people doing it. You know, it's the goofballs, and I'm not a goofball. I'm not like that kind of goofball. You know, so then the minute I realized that these things aren't cringy, it's the people doing them that are cringy or the people posting them on Instagram that are cringy. Um, then I realized, oh, well, I should do these things with my family because my wife enjoys shit. Like, she loves shit like that. Um, so does my daughter. And, you know, you just sometimes you got to suck it up and just do some like you got to do a fall photo shoot every once in a while, if you know what I mean. Uh, but, yeah, we took the family up to Apple Apple Hill and that was that was a lot of fun. Um, it was way too hot. It's. If you don't believe in climate change, is it was eighty five degrees in Reno in middle of October. 
I mean, that's all I can say. You know, maybe Al Gore was on to something. Um, but it's definitely too late. We can't turn this around and we're all going to die. And it's all our faults. But yeah. Yeah, I love it up there. It's cool. You got a lot of things for the family. Everything's fucking completely overpriced. Um, they have some really good donuts. And um, there's like a million of the farms out there too, which is ridiculous. If you like to drink, they got all sorts of uh, drinks. Apple, apple flavored. Everything's apple flavored though. So apple, apple or pear. So you got to be really into apples. Um, but yeah, man, what happened? Oh man, that uh, you know, yeah, I been, I love this shit. So that whole Adam Adam Levine thing popped off. That shit was ridiculous. Absolutely killed me. I love it. Um, dude was spitting game. But uh, yeah, you know it's funny because like a lot of people like, like give him shit for like how cringy he was, or whatever. And uh, I mean, if you read his, if you if you read his DMs, it's it's horrific. But you know that's that's what being in a marriage for that long does to a human. I don't know what you guys think you are, all you married men out there like myself. Or who you think you are. I know for a fact I have zero game. Like, and and he's an example of someone, maybe his wife has told him he has game or whatever, maybe because he's famous. But he for sure has no game at all. And someone had hyped him up to the point where he felt like he had game, and that was his game. And I feel for him because I guarantee you, you know, I've been with my wife now, we've been together for 15 years. If if my if we got a divorce and I ever wanted to talk to another human being again, I would for sure be Adam Levine. Dude, I would I have zero game. I have none. So it would it would be as cringy as his. I mean, what else do you say? How do you even talk to women? How do you even talk to women that aren't your wife? You know what I mean? I it just yeah, I'd be like, fuck. You know, what's uh what's up? What's up, baby? Um it's funny because my wife always tries to tell me to uh like, oh, talk, like, you know, try and pick me up or whatever. Like, it's that, you know, that weird shit where people are like, oh, it's like, how would you, you know, women do that. Uh, if I was, if, okay, so you didn't have me in your life and like I was alone and at a, at a bar and how would you come, how would you approach me? And I was someone if I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't approach anybody. I don't talk to anybody. Um, you know, I, I just, I can't imagine trying to talk to girls now so anytime she does that it's, it's the most cringiest thing ever and i try and play it off as like i'm being funny in reality it's just i have no idea how to talk to a woman yeah i would i would definitely be like i don't know what i mean i would you know i'm like uh what uh your fucking body is fuck <laughs> i love that one your fucking body's fuck <laughs> he's like, he has no game and it's like you know he's got so much money and he's still a simp i don't know how that happens and i tell you how it happens it, fucking 20 years of marriage will do that to you you know you're just out here thinking you got the fucking world at your fingertips and and your your my mind's blown dude i would say that i would fucking say that you know i hey hey uh hey baby um fucking what's up with you you know that would be me that'd be me picking up a girl at the bar if, if my wife ever divorced me which i'd never do uh but if you know if i ever want to try and flex my game that would be right there i don't know why people are afraid to say they have no game i think it's, there's nothing wrong with being honest i mean it is what it is oh uh, i don't i just don't have game 
And uh, I try and imagine myself in those scenarios, and it's just all in the same. It's just like kind of laughing at myself, or they're laughing at me, or everybody's laughing at me. Uh, but yeah, that's that would be my go-to pickup line now. Thanks, Adam Levine. It would be uh, "fuck," <laughs> uh, "you're you're fucking damn." You have to show me your booty. <laughs> you, uh, you, baby. I'm doing a face right now. Damn. All right, let's get serious. All right, this is me. This is me really spitting game. Ready? Hey, uh, fucking what's <laughs> no? Okay, hold on. I can't cuss. I gotta not cuss because I I don't think women like that. <clears throat> uh, what's uh, what's up, babe? What's up, babe? <laughs> uh, hey, babe. What's up? Like, uh, what's going on? No, see, I would be so stupid. I'd probably say I love you or something. I'll be like, what's up, girl? I love you. I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then next thing you know, and then you know, they're laughing at me. I'd be like, oh, you know, what's uh, what's going on? I fucking love you. Uh, I miss my wife. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, dude, that would end horrifically. That'd be fucking incredible if you weren't me and you were watching me. Like, if you were a bartender watching me trying to pick up a woman, now that would be enjoyable as fuck. I would love that. I, I don't really see people trying to pick people up anymore, which is kind of a weird thing. I wonder if that's because, like, uh, technology or whatever. But, like, I guess back in the day, you would see people try and pick other people up. And it was always it was always bad. It never was good. People never really had game. No one ever has game. Like, the only time a woman ever will, will buy into your quotation marks game is if she's actually sexually interested in you or you have money. And, uh, I mean, even that didn't work for Adam Levine, but. But yeah, that yeah, I I definitely don't let my wife hype me up, try and give me an ego and say, oh no, honey, you got a game. It's like uh, if your wife if your wife is telling you that you you know how to spit game or you know how to talk, uh, that's the equivalent of your mom telling you that you're the most handsome boy on, in the room, and you're definitely not. We're all ugly. Um, but yeah, that that shit is amazing. Don't let your wife hype you up, guys. It's pretty embarrassing. What is what is the last time? What's the last time I saw someone try and spit game? It was always in college. People always had the worst game ever in college. They did. Um. Yeah, they, yeah. They they would always they would always and everybody goes straight to sex every time. Every time they just try and make it sexual. Like like uh, that's just not not that's just not how it works. No one wants to suck your dick right now. Uh, you know, they don't even know you. And uh, that's that's the way they would take it. it it'd, it'd be interesting, like, yo, what are you doing? You want to fucking suck a dick or something? <laughs> you know? <laughs> That'd be my go-to. That'd be my go-to. Hey, what's up, baby? You trying to fucking suck dick or what? Shit. Um, yeah, that would be... That that would, that would probably pretty much how, how every... Everything in college goes down just like that. And then there are women out there that actually buy that. And then they're like, yeah, I fucking fuck. How do you know? I want to suck a dick. And then that's, and then they're made in heaven. They're match made in heaven. Uh, but yeah, I feel bad for the guy, but then also don't. Because he's a piece of shit. He's a fucking cheater. And he's cheating on his wife while she's pregnant. That's fucking incredible. Dude, and he was going to name the kid after the girl. What the fuck are you talking about, Adam Levine? God, dude, imagine a fucking guy that looks like a Chipotle bag hits on you, you know, and he tells you I'm going to name my daughter after you or my son after you, and you married that guy. Like, what does that say about her? You know, the wife. 
Like, would you see a guy that looks like that, acts like that, and he says shit like that? Did he say stuff like that to get her? I hope not. I hope at one point Adam Levine did have game, and he lost it over time. Um, like me, yeah, I didn't have game to begin with. I was just, I just happened to be funny enough, uh, for my wife to think I was, I was cute, and uh, yeah, and I pretty much just fucking latched onto that. Um. I hit I hit all the depression and all the other shit for uh ten years in. And then she realized I was raging alcoholic and it's too late to leave. Haha, ha, got your ass. But yeah. Um I'll tell you something funny that happened this last week. Uh I follow again, I don't know why people if you're listening to this, don't do this. If someone is known for shit posting, you know, I'm a degenerate or whatever, or I'm unhinged. All I want to do is post these shit posts on my personal account. And I find it funny. I enjoy it. I love the memes I post. I think they're fucking hilarious. Half the time I'm just sitting there laughing and I know no one else is. And that's okay. Maybe like six other deranged people. Um, or six other people with a, a real a real sense of humor. I said it. You know, John Mulaney's not fucking funny. Uh, but yeah, you know... You know, if you fucking like The Office, cool. And it's not that funny. Or, dude, people like Friends. They, Dude, if I sat in a room and someone was laughing at an episode of Friends, I'd fucking kick them out of my house. Like, what do you... That is, that is, that is much more crazy. That is way more deranged to me than finding a cum meme funny. Like, that's actually funny. If someone was sitting there laughing at an episode of Friends... Dude, you're all. You, what the fuck? Like, I, you're not, something's not okay. You're not okay. Uh, anyway, um, if if you're out there, you're listening to this, and you have Instagram. Do not comment. Seriously, reply. Don't seriously reply to somebody who all they do is shit post. Don't show concern. Don't ask questions. It's not real. The thing I'm posting is definitely fake. Now I'm prefacing this why. Because someone reached out to me, so I follow. Here, let's, let's back it up. I follow an Instagram page called Kurger Bean. Kurger Bean with a with a fucking K. All they talk about is cum nuggets and a fucking uh, you know whoopners, you know, a double whoopner with cheese. It's not real, you know. It's <laughs> half the shit on the page is talking about shitting on the floor. <laughs> you know <laughs> so that's okay so that so i post a meme because i always post fucking kurger bean memes because they're hilarious because you know there's a there's a burger king that i grew up around that was absolutely fucking disgusting and for whatever reason there was always shit on the floor in there and i find it hilarious that this is a whole entire meme page dedicated to what i feel like is my my burger king that i that i grew up now uh, a guy that looked very much like um, like George Lopez bought it and revamped it. Now, the bathroom's still disgusting, and they have, like, the weirdest tall doors. They're, like, two feet tall, and they have a three-foot gap underneath and a two-and-a-half-foot you know, two gap between the walls. I don't understand. You're supposed to shit in there. Maybe it's supposed to stop you from shitting on the floor. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, it's it's a meme page about... You know, whoopners and shitting yourself. And I, they fucking kill me every time. So I post one on my Instagram. And, uh, you know, I, I have a like a, pl- like a, a very eccentric group 
of people follow me and I follow an eccentric group of people. I, I like it because I get to see all aspects of crazy. And um, this guy, I think the meme was something like, uh, come fucking get one. They're buy one, get one free. What are you waiting for? And it's something Kirker being fuck was spelt wrong. I think half the words in, in the in the meme were spelt incorrectly on purpose, you know, because it's supposed to be funny. And this guy hits me up on my Instagram. Now, he's very he's very right wing and he is very much afraid of whatever seed I don't know what seed oils have done to everybody. I don't know if everybody's been touched by seed oils, you know. You know, if a, you know if a peanut uh, you know, suppository, you know, unconsensually into your ass. Uh I don't know what's going on with seed oils. You know, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Maybe, you know, we're going to get cancer from everything else anyway. Every time you fly an airplane, you're just radiation. We're all getting cancer anyway. It doesn't matter. Uh, so this guy's like super right wing. Uh, he's he's deathly afraid of a peanut, uh, peanut oil, you know, which probably shouldn't. I wonder if he eats peanut butter because that's interesting because I, I know, well, I guess it depends, but whatever. Anyway, he's afraid of weird shit like that. He's terrified of fast food. And by when I say terrified, he's not afraid of it. He just fucking hates it. Um, this guy reaches out to me. He's like, Hey brother. Um, Hey brother. I really, you know, I don't care if it's free. I don't, I don't really want you eating that shit. You know, they're trying to kill us with that kind of shit. Uh, you know, and what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, sir, it's a meme. Not in reply to this guy. I didn't do anything because it blew my mind. And it makes sense because a lot of people don't pay too much attention. But he, so that guy watches my fucking stories, right? So he's got to have seen one before. And, um, and he thinks they're real. How many of these fucking shit and cum ha hamburgers does he think I'm eating? You know, like he just thinks I just eat cum burgers every day. And, um, and yeah, it fucking blew my mind. I didn't know what to say to the guy. I, I didn't want to be rude because he's absolutely out of his fucking mind if he thinks that's real. But yeah, it, I I just I don't I don't know what why what what would incline you or someone out there listening to this to reach out to somebody about a meme on a serious level like it's obviously a meme unless you're like saying you know you're making fun or you're going along with the parody or whatever. Uh, but yeah, you can you guys can hit me up on my DMs on it's not that funny podcast uh, on Instagram and let you know if if anybody does that. I don't think anybody that would listen to this would do that. But if you do do that, what would incline you to reach out to somebody? I mean, I hit people up on Instagram all the time. It's probably one of the main, my main form of communication with people is through Instagram. Just the way I like to talk to people. It's super easy. It's uh, low, low input. It's, it's, you know, you're usually responsive. If not, you'll get back to them. And it's not that big of a deal or they'll get back to you or whatever. But, um, but yeah, man, uh, that's funny. Speaking of Burger King, Dude, I missed an opportunity, a golden opportunity. So I've been following this page for years or whatever, for a while now. I've been following this Kruger Bing. And I, when I got laid off, on the back end of my layoff, I was going to go back to work. Um, You know, I was like, uh, yeah, eventually you got to go back to work. This is what you got to do. And I have never held, like, a job like that in my life. When I was younger, I worked construction. After construction, I went to the warehouses. I was... Uh, well, assembly lines. I cr I built stuff. Uh, put a lot of people out of their job, um, just by being efficient. And then from that point, I didn't ever want to work in a warehouse again. And I and I worked for telecoms. Now, 
I never got the opportunity. See, I never had those jobs that you could just not give a fuck about. And at the end of my unemployment, I, you know, everywhere was hiring, you know, it was like 2021 20, or whatever. And, um, and I, I was telling my wife how I wanted to go work a drive through window. I wanted to work at Burger King. I just, <laughs> uh, I think I missed an opportunity. I should have took it because I think that would have been the most fucking fun. Now, that's fucking, that's pretty fucked up because that's somebody's livelihood. That's someone else's like, you know, that's how they make their rent. And uh, I was going to do it for fun. Piece of shit. But at the same time, I never got those opportunities when I was younger because uh, I was just, not, that was nothing I was ever interested in uh, because I, I never wanted to work with people. I never wanted to work with food. Uh, but I all, you know, now I always wanted to work a drive through just because how much fun you can have fucking with people would be incredible. And I think Burger King would have been my go-to drive through to work through just cause I would just say, uh, fucking Kirkaby memes, uh, memes through the, through the, through the speaker below people's mind. You know, I, I, uh, you'd come up and you'd ask me and I'm, you know, uh, welcome to Kirkaby. How can I take your order? And you would order chicken fries because that's probably the best thing you can buy there. And I'd say something like this. I'd say, oh, okay, got you. I got uh, two double whoopers, extra cum, extra cheese. I'll uh, see you up in the next window. A large, uh, large fry and a Diet Dr. Pee Thank you very much. Come up to the next window. Thank you very much. And what would you do? You'd have to come up to the next window. And obviously, I would press the fucking chicken fry meal or whatever, the number seven. And uh, you'd come up there and you'd be like, what the fuck are you putting cum in my burgers? Um, and yeah, but I'm, and I would probably get fired immediately. And um, I'd be okay with that. But uh, I, but I, I wouldn't have that. I, that story is only a story. It's not real. And it'll never be real. And I'm kind of upset about that. Uh, that's uh, definitely a regret I got. Should've, I should have worked for a fast food company. I don't know how people do it. Uh, I know people have to do it. But I think there's a point where eventually you have enough skills where you don't have to do that job. And I want to know why people still do that job. Because um, it's absolutely fucking insane to me that you would want to do that. And I know a lot of people don't want to do that. But there are people out there who do have the skill sets to do other things. And yet they still do those jobs. And I'm here to say I don't fucking understand. Uh, You know, just what are you doing? But yeah, uh, where are we at? Okay, cool. I think I got a shitload of questions. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and answer some questions. I got some funny ass ones, and I I want to enjoy these because I think they're hilarious. Uh, some of these I can't answer because they talk about killing people, and I don't I don't understand what this person's obsession is. You know who I'm talking about, but I can't answer questions that ask me about carpet bombing. What are you talking about, dude? Yeah, you know who, if you're listening this far, and you know who I'm talking about, and you know who you are, you gotta clean it up, because I can't ask these questions. Uh, But I'll, I'll answer this question. How about this one? Now that the results are in, the, ten, the 10K are in, kill or be killed, you reverse two ball. I'm still gonna be able to fucking, I know jujitsu, a level of jujitsu, I will say. I haven't done it in a while. Did, did Tupo beat me? Yeah, dude, he did. And honestly... There was a moment where he went out of line of sight and I was a little bit demoralized, but then it was the turnaround point and I saw him again. And I was like, okay, you can do this. And then I realized how fucking far away from the from me the turnaround, turnaround point was and then instantly deflated. But then I was just happy to be out there. Uh, but yeah. I'm still choking him. Now he's big. He's a big dude. He's strong. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. 
and I don't know if this upsets him. I'm not saying he's going to be an, an easy victim, but uh, I have to have confidence, especially now as a father, that the majority of the people in my head, I have to at least be able to imagine that I can handle them. And I'm, I have some level of training. Dude, it's so cringy seeing you're trained. Even when you're trained in, in any kind of martial art, like say you're training kickboxing or Muay Thai or boxing, uh, nah, boxers are like fucking weird, dude. Dude, boxers like, dude, boxers take one fucking I heart kickboxing class and they have a bag at home. And next thing you know, they got deadly weapons for hands. It's like, dude, get over yourself. No, you're going to get hit in the fucking head with a pipe or something. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty cringy to say you have training, uh, in martial arts because it's like, how old are you? Like fucking five and you have your orange belt. But at the same time, there is some truth to it. If you're trained, you're trained. And, uh, I'm fucking trained. But, uh, yeah, let's keep moving on. Um, are you a helicopter parent? Yeah, I am. I'm a terrible, hel- I'm, I'm a horrible helicopter parent. Not only am I a helicopter parent, I also don't want my kid to in- engage with anybody that I think looks dirty. And that's fucked up. Uh, but also, just wipe your kid's fucking face. You know, like, uh, I like to take my daughter to the mall, and there's, like, this little play area. It's an absolute fucking cesspool of germs. But my daughter loves it. Um, And I realized that I missed this. We missed this point in my daughter where she was super social with her children. And anytime she'd get too close to kids, I'd fuck, I fucked it up. And I'd be like, Mama, get over here. You know, like, fucking perete, come on. Let's get the hell out of here. Stop talking to that kid. You know, because I just don't know what I'm going to do if some of the kids pushes my kid down. And then, and then what? You know, and I'm like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? That's how I'm talking to other kids. I'm like, well, don't fucking push kids, dude. What's your problem? And then he has some prick coming up to me and not talk to this kid like that. I'm like, who the fucking teacher kid not to push people? You know, it's just a fucking thing. And, you know, so I'm, I'm not afraid of that. I just don't, I don't want that to happen. And, uh, so now that's turned into, now my daughter doesn't want to talk to other kids. And when they do talk to her, she tells me to come over and handle it. So that's, that's not good. I've. I'd be I've I've become my daughter's uh fucking hitman bodyguard or whatever. Uh this is just fucking funny. Uh <laughs> have you uh have you ever taken a little blue pill? Uh, <laughs> I love this question because it's fucking hilarious. Um it just I don't know why it reminds me of the Adam Levine thing, but it, it is funny. Yeah, dude, for fun. Cause I'm a fucking insane person. Dude, I obviously have addiction problems. I always have I have substance abuse issues because if there is a substance that I can take, that I can somehow uh, talk it out of being a problem or not okay to do, to where the point where it is okay to do, and I can enjoy myself on it, I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna do way too much of it. Uh, yeah, dude, I did. I've done that bad boy recreationally. It is fun. If anybody here knows what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. If anybody here doesn't, you don't. Uh, but dude, Blue Chew, hit them up. They don't even give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. Just tell them you're bald. I told them I was balding. I have a full head of hair. Um, thank you. Fuck. They sent me like a hundred of the pills or whatever. I'll be popping them bitches for fun. I'll just, I'll fucking work out on one. I don't give a damn. Um, but yeah, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I definitely have. I definitely will again. That shit is a good time. And that is called being a substance abuser.
Uh, if it's not painkillers, it's dick pills, you know. And you know, you know, I would do, I would do, I do want to try some of them gas station pills. You know, it's funny because, you know, I am sober now. There's a lot of drugs I would try. Uh, that I, I like, dude, I have to try cocaine before I'm, before I die. That's just something I have to do. You know, my wife's definitely afraid of that, but I gotta do something. You know, I gotta try a little cocaine. Hopefully, I won't get addicted. No, there's some things I don't want to dabble in. What if I get addicted to the meth, lose all my teeth, and then, you know, next thing you know, I'm walking around talking to demons and shit, running. <laughs> meth heads are always running. Uh, but yeah, you know, I want to try shrooms. I'm down with some fucking, ah, uh, maybe not acid. You can have a bad, like, I'll have a bad trip. It'll only be demons, and then they'll, like, rip my skin off. But, uh, yeah, definitely I want to try shrooms. I'll do some LSD. I'll fucking take it. I'll do LSD. I'll pop a dick pill at the same time. Let's really, I'm going to see God. I'm going to fucking kiss him. <coughs> but, yeah. All right, next question. This one says, you hate dogs, but what kind of pet would you like to have in the family? All right. This is where you guys are not going to understand who the fuck I am. What pet would I want? A dog. Hey, you just fucking said you hated dogs. Guess what? I don't. I don't hate dogs. I hate your dog. I hate your lack of discipline with your fucking dog. I hate when, you know, so this is this rabbit hole going to go down. The reason, biggest reason why I do not like dogs is because when I worked in the telecom industry, all I dealt with was, was assholes and their fucking asshole dogs. I would call these people, tell them I'm on the way, ask them to put their dogs away politely because it was part of my company policy. And if I got bit, it was my fucking fault. Every time I'd show up, the dog wasn't put away. And they'd be like, oh, he doesn't bite. You know, and then I'd have to go through this thing. Well, how does he eat? You know, every time I'd have to ask that question. Because it's a stupid-ass question to ask, and it's a stupid-ass thing to say. Um, you shouldn't have to warn people your dog doesn't bite. Just put your fucking dog in another room. Uh, but would I want a dog? Yes. And would I respect people if it's like, hey, dude, do you have a dog? I'm like, yeah, I got a dog. You want me to put him away? I can put him away because my dog's fucking disciplined. But I definitely, once my, my youngest baby is of like of age, probably like, at least walking, <clears throat> I, I do want to get a puppy, uh, and I want to train it, and I want it to be obedient, and I want it to be disciplined, and but also a good dog, and I and I don't want to worry about the dog around the baby, and I'll be respectful of people that don't like fucking other people's dogs. I get that, and I'm not going to push my dog, and guess what? If I have a dog or a puppy, and I'm out in public, and someone says, hey, can I bet your dog? I'm going to tell them, no, go fuck yourself. It's my fucking dog. I'm not one of them weirdos. Dude, we, way to go. We're really diving. So men will turn anything into their dick. Anything is an extension of their penis. Anything, their fucking truck, uh, their tattoos, their puppy. Anything that gets some attention from women or other people is now their penis. And that's just the way men work. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with us. But I will never be that fucking guy. The minute you have a puppy out in public and you're, if you're a man with a puppy in public, you're a sex offender. You should be you should be a registered sex offender right off the bat. But yeah. Hey, can I pet your dog? No. Don't pet my I'm a, he fucking bites. He's vicious. Don't pet him. Like leave my fucking dog alone. L you know, fuck you. Why does why do dog people just assume they're allowed to pet everybody's fucking dogs? Because I'm a dog person. I have a dog at home. I don't give a fuck, dude. I have kids. Doesn't mean I'm gonna come pick your kid up. Hey, you know, hey, can I pick your child up? No, you fucking creep. That's how I treat it. You know, you guys want to talk about these are your fucking babies or whatever. I wouldn't let someone else pick my kid up. I'd be pissed. You know, so why would you let, you know, that's just the way I think. But yeah, what family animal do I want? I want a dog eventually. 
once everything kind of settles down so we can just give ourselves a new stressor in life, that'd be fucking perfect. Ugh. Jesus Christ, I'm fucking tired. Um, thoughts on the Adam Levine scandal? Well, we already knew that. We already knew how it's fucked up. He's a piece of shit. Also, world's most simpiest simp is Adam Levine, which is also 95% of all men. Um, you know, those guys that cheat on their wives probably talk like that to other women, and then those women are just stupid and fall for it. Uh, but yeah. What's the wildest shit that happened while you were drunk? That's a good one. That's hilarious. Uh, one of my favorite things to talk about is it happened while I was drunk. But the funniest thing about it is not what I did, but it's what someone else did. Um, so we would, we would, we'd do this. We'd binge drink a lot. And when I was younger and one of the funniest times ever was we had been drinking and uh, we were out and about in this neighborhood and being obnoxious and loud or whatever. And, uh, I won't get name him because he's got like a family and shit now. But uh, one of my friends, he's a tall guy, very loud. If you know who I'm talking about, you know who I'm talking about. Um, very obnoxious at the time. He's way more chill now. He's got a family. Um, but he would always talk like this shit, like he was ready to fuck anybody up. It was amazing. He was always ready to fight somebody. So this group of Mexicans is like, we didn't realize they were throwing rocks at us because we're all drunk. They're like at the end of the street over by like uh Kerger being over off Kickski. They're just and we're all, you know, they're at the end of the street just fucking cussing at us, throwing rocks at us. And um and and you know, and we're all completely fucking drunk. And and we, then we realize these guys are yelling at us and you know, obviously my friend at the time, he starts fucking screaming and getting hyped and getting rowdy and there's there's a lot of there's a couple of them for sure. And I'm like, great, we're going to get fucking jumped. And, um, you know, and, you know, they start running at us. And before I could turn around and start running, my friend had ran. He did the fastest fucking 100-yard dash. It was further than that. By the time I turned around, he had ran to the car, got in the car, and drove it back and picked us up. And it blew my mind. I could not stop laughing when we got in the car at how fast he ran. And this isn't the first time he's ever ran that fast. Um, now he didn't do any sports. He was just really quick when it comes to running from people. Uh, here's another good one. One time I I almost got, so I've almost been jumped a lot of times in my, my life. I don't know how I've never been actually jumped, but, um, I think there's been at least four or five times where I, I've come close enough to getting jumped that I was scared, but somehow I always end up getting out of it. And one time, uh, my friends would pick me up from my, my house and they would yell at me. They'd call me like fat bitch. Uh, they'd call me a cunt. All sorts of, you know, wonderful names that you would say to your fellow 15-year-old friends. They'd be on the car and they'd be just screaming all this shit at me. And my upstairs neighbors were like white supremacists or some shit. And they had like really trashy girlfriends. And, uh, you know, they're all yelling for me to come out honking and shit. And then I hear them drive off really quickly. And I'm like, hey, what the fuck? Like I was coming. So I, I leave and I go out. And I'm walking down the street to catch up to the car. And then I realize that there's like five like white supremacist guys around me. And one of these guys is missing a fucking arm. He's got like a, a fourth of an arm. Uh, obviously, I make eye contact with it immediately. Now, these guys are completely drunk. And they're all yelling at me, talking about how your fucking friends uh, said they were going to rape our women or whatever. You know, some ridiculous nonsense. When really, they're just telling me to come come out of the house. 
and uh, you can't even see the women because they were up the stairs, and I was like, oh, it's, it's, you just you couldn't see them, so you couldn't tell they were there. And it, and I'm like, holy shit! I'm like, oh, for real? I'm like, that's fucking crazy. Anyway, so I'm trying to leave, and they start following me, and the fucking guy with one arm is like really aggressive, and it's probably because he has one arm. I'd be pretty pissed too. And uh, he's cussing up a storm, and, and they like kind of like surround me a little bit, and I keep like walking and walking. And the fucking guy with one arm takes his beer that he's holding in his good arm, puts it in underneath the armpit of his fourth of a, like, it looks like a chicken wing, of his right arm, the bad one, and he fucking shoves me. And I, my, I was like, holy shit, I'm about to get my ass beat by a bunch of grown-ass men. This guy's like 30 years old. And my shoe falls off because at the time I just didn't have really nice shoes. And he picks up the shoe, you know, bends over, spills his beer because he's got one fucking arm. And he throws the fucking shoe at me as hard as he can. And at that time, my friend had come back, uh, the same one, to, like, help me or whatever, to, to get me into the car. And, uh, you know, I'm panicked. I start running at this point. And then they see him, and they start running after him. Now, well, I used to live up on, 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 up on Loki Court, which is up on this gigantic hill. And the next closest thing is, like, a gym boys. And it's, like, over a mile away. So by the time I ran to the car, got in the car, he calls us and he's already at the fucking gym boys breathing hard. <laughs> and we thought he had gotten a ride or he had a car. He just fucking ran there. It was it dude, I I the fact that I almost got jumped didn't even matter because I couldn't believe how fast this guy was at running from danger. You know, and to this day I think about him all the time. He was one of my best friends back in high school and I just he was just so fast every fucking time. And I, I almost got the shit kicked out of me by a bunch of grown men. Luckily, I was pretty quick. Uh, and, you know, like, I only had one arm. Or else I'd be in real trouble. But, uh, but yeah, that shit, man. I wasn't drunk. I was actually sober when that happened. Um, We, were, we probably went and got drunk. But, yeah, dude, I, ah, man. Shit, Dylan, you know, I got, I'm good on these questions. Let's, let's do one more time. So, one more time, I almost got jumped. Uh, we were walking home after, like, playing basketball or whatever and it was like really late at night and uh we were being loud or whatever there's three of us me and my two friends at the time jomar and owen and there's these guys these like gangbangers or whatever like five of them up on the stairwell and uh up on, yeah up on the stairwell and they just tell us to shut the fuck up and he like looks at me and he's like dude shut the fuck up i guess we're being loud whatever and i'm like what the fuck i didn't know who this guy was talking to and again he says you shut the fuck up like trying to intimidate us or whatever and I'm like, dude, go fuck yourself, you know, like, I'm not shutting the fuck up, dude, we're outside, like, go, you know, I pretty much tell this guy to go fuck himself, now, we realize he's gonna start coming down the stairs, and there's, like, four of them, and, um, they start, you know, walking down the stairs real tough, like, and, of course, we're gonna run, you know, uh, we, you know, we say, we hit the corner, we all run, and, um, I'm like, all right, cool, you know, at this time, I'm in pretty good shape, it's after football, and, uh, we hit the corner, we start running, full sprint, we're pretty quick. Jomar and Owen were extremely fast people. Jo Owen ran track and fucking college later on, but, um, or cross country. And dude, and I roll my fucking ankle and they ditch me instantly. It's amazing. I'm like, oh, great. I'm gonna get the shit kicked out of me. And, uh, so I roll my ankle and cause I was notorious for doing that. Um, that's why I did surgery on my ankle eventually, but I roll my ankle, you know, at this point I give up. I say, you know, I'll take my ass whooping. I'll just take it, take one for the team. So I kind of limp my way around a corner and I'm just standing there. And I mean, I was, I'm not, I'm not very big at the time. I wasn't very big either. 
Uh, but this guy must have thought I was massive. He was very skinny. He's a skinny white guy. Some some fucking goofball. And uh, it's like a white guy and like two other white dudes and some other black guy. The black guy was hella slow. He's a big chunky boy. Um, and the guy fucking starts sizing me up and he's like, "Well, dude, you're fucking. I should beat your ass right now." Blah blah. blah. And at, at you know, at one point, I realized this guy's afraid of me. And uh, you know, I'm not even saying anything. I'm just taking it. Like I said, I'm just getting ready to get my ass beat by four dudes. And he's like, you know, you're so fucking lucky. I don't beat your ass. He's like, look at you. You're even bigger than me. And like, you look fucking defined and shit. He's like, I don't give a fuck if you're bigger. And dude, at this time, I thought the guy was going to fuck. I thought he was going to kiss me. Like, he's he's complimenting my physique right now. And I'm my mind's blown. And I'm like, dude, you are so afraid of me. It's not even funny. Like, you think I can fight right now? I have no idea how to fight at this point in time. I'm like, dude, you could beat the shit out of me. And, uh, yeah, he pretty much just compliments my physique. I was wearing a white beard at the time, so maybe that's what intimidated him. But uh, and he's like, compliments my physique, and he just whistle, whistles to his homies, and he's like, hey, man, let's get the fuck out of here. This guy's a little bitch. You know, and I, my mind's completely blown. Um, eventually, my friends do come back with more friends. They asked me what happened. I just, you know, I told them, the, you know, the guy, I guess he was afraid of me. Uh, but, yeah. Man, I almost got my ass whooped a couple times. I, I I definitely should have got my ass whooped a couple times. That's for sure. I don't know how I didn't, but I think that's uh where we're gonna end. It. This is a good time. Then there's a couple good stories. I had fun doing this one. Um, episode ten. Can't believe we made it this far. And by we, I mean four of you listening and myself. Again, I want to thank you guys for listening to this podcast. It's not that funny. I enjoy doing it. I'm gonna keep doing it, and I hope you guys keep enjoying it. Uh, until next time, until next week, I will be releasing these every Friday now instead of every, well, Friday night, midnight, so Saturday, instead of Tuesday uh, going forward. So I just want to thank everybody for listening again. I really hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you next time. This is Max with It's Not That Funny Podcast, signing out. Bye.